Good. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Good. Hey, bud, I missed you. Hey, I missed you, too. Mm. I miss you all the time. I miss you all the time. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee. And oh. I, I, think, I think I've told you this. Um, but, like, I, had, I used to drink so much coffee, mm-hmm. uh, eventually started hurting my stomach. Yeah. Because, like, the acidity level, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to cut it out, and I only have coffee, like, two, three days a week. Saturday, Sundays, always. Mm-hmm. And mostly Fridays. Okay. Every, the rest of the week is all tea. Yeah. Uh, green tea. So when I do get to have coffee, it's, like, this weird... It's weird addiction of just like always having it, <laughs> but then it's weird because my body just—I don't know if you ever mainlined coffee for a day, but your body goes into this weird state where just like your mind is numb. Uh, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And you're just when I get my large cold brew from Dunkin'. There you go. That would do it. Yeah, that would fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would do it. That's wow. that's like four cups of coffee right there <laughs> that I sometimes can put down in an hour. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually <sighs> recently got back into coffee, specifically that coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, and then a couple weeks later decided I should stop drinking coffee because I got that mind numbiness and the acidity really hits me. And I had the hits in the tum tum. Oh yeah, it hits me in the tum tum and the bum bum. <laughs> in the um, bum bum. Oh yeah, the bum bum. Yeah. You know. What, um, you know what's weird? Mm. Before you continue, just a side note. I found out that it doesn't hurt me in the bum bum if I have it before food. That's weird. If I have it after food. It hurts me in the bum bum. Yeah. But if I have it before food, totally fine. That's interesting. Really weird. Continue. I, I only had one more thing to add. The I get the jitters, too. I get really bad caffeine jitters. Where, like, people are like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, looks like I'm shivering or really nervous about something. Yeah, true, true, true. It's yucky. Very yucky. Very yucky. So how's this fourth cup hitting you? Also, why four? Uh, because nobody else in the house drinks coffee than me so yeah. when i make a pot of coffee it's my pot of coffee you do a whole pot you do like a drink no pot. no no I, I used to and that was the problem um i now do like half to like maybe three-fourths of a pot and mm-hmm. then i don't even finish it all day but it's because it's, i just like it i like the taste of coffee yeah. i have an aeropress i have an espresso stovetop espresso maker mm-hmm. i have a drip i have a french press i have a hand grinder i have uh, like whole beans i have like fine grind You're like a coffee connoisseur I guess in a way, but you know me, like I go off the fucking deep end on details. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't I'm just... sure each one of those purchases took months of deciding. <laughs> yeah, it, it, t- it took a while to, yeah. to make it the, to make the commitment to all those. But uh, I did. And it's just there's you know what it is? It's a it's like a ritual. Making coffee is a ritual. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pouring the water, mm-hmm. like, you know, getting the right measurement of the grinds. Yep. Getting the right. T- of the grounds getting the right type of grind of the grounds yeah you know and just doing all that shit um it's like me with cereal really yeah making sure the cereal hits the bowl in the right way make sure it doesn't mound up too high in the middle spread it out but you don't want it to be flat because that's ugly why so you want it to have a little bit of a mound but not like a peak you know flat cereal is picture perfect though no 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 no. you want it to have a little bit of a rise just like a hill but not a mountain Okay. And then you pour the milk, and you pour the milk just until it starts making the cereal float. Mm. That's the sweet spot. So then you get more crunch, less liquid in each Exactly. Day. But then at the end, oh, I love this at the end, well, depending on the cereal. If you're having a cereal that floats pretty well, and by the end... Like Honey Nut Cheerios? Honey Nut Cheerios, Captain Crunch, Reese's Puffs, any like Cocoa Cinnamon Puffs. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I guess, yeah. The cereals that float and kind of 
fill in their own space on the surface of the milk. And then when you get down to the amount of cereal that there's like a one thickness coating of cereal on the milk, then I start drinking it with chunks of cereal in each gulp. So there's like a stew almost like a yeah. soup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a, a morning gazpacho. That's fucking great, man. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, man. That sounds that's, really good. That's cereal. <laughs> um, I would say uh, honeycomb, cinnamon toast crunch, honey nut Cheerios, and waffle crisps. I'm willing to fight somebody over physically. Waffle crisp. You can have all my waffle crisp. <laughs> you don't like waffle crisp? Nah. Oh, man. What was the French toast one? The like little mini French toast. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking oh about. Yeah, those are those are good. Those, but then you have the OGs. You got like sna- like Smackums. Nope. Smackums still slap real good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Should change it to Slapums. Slap. <laughs> um, Smackums. You don't know Smackums with the frog? Yeah, there's the little corn. Yeah, the fro- oh, those fro- are froggy great. corn pop. Fucking great little puff. So yeah. there's a little bit of air in them, yep. but they're like coated in that sugar, so they're crunchy and there's a bite. Yeah. Oh, so fucking good. Not my thing. No? Yeah. Uh, where do you land on You're Cheerios? Just plain original Cheerios? cardboard circles. Uh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat them. I don't I'm think not- you're supposed to eat Cheerios. I think they're just supposed to be an option in the grocery store, so you know that whatever one you choose is the less healthy option. It's mm. like you could do Cheerios, but you're gonna do Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios is my fucking shit. Like I remember <laughs> eating Honey Nut Cheerios with just by hand so much as a kid that it turns into a paste, continual <laughs> paste in your mouth because you just finished the last, the last like, f- like serving. Yeah. But as you're putting in the new serving, you're already ch- you haven't stopped chewing. Yeah, no, exactly. So you you've just, just made room for more. For more, you've so swallowed. You're some like of a it. mat. You're just a masher, and you just keep making this honey nut Cheerio paste <laughs> yeah. in your mouth, and it just stays. And then eventually, you just go out like, I'm so parched. I need something. Then you get milk, and then it replenishes your energy bar, and you can go right back at it. Yeah, <laughs> round two. Yeah, and you just fucking keep slaughtering it. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm glad we've had our cereal tangent now. <laughs> oh, you don't want to keep going? No, let's do this. This is our whole episode now. Cereal? Uh, I stopped eating cereal, which is kind of sad. That is kind of sad. I have cereal every morning. <laughs> I was uh, I was at ShopRite getting some ingredients for uh, a meal I was prepping, and there was this couple in front of us, in front of us, and they were probably a little bit younger than us mm-hmm. by maybe four years, not by much, uh, mid twenties at least, and all they had were like Golden Grams and just like six boxes of cereal. I remember looking at it and just thinking, you are too old to be getting cereal for yourself. And then I thought, not really. I mean, yeah. cereal's pretty fucking... Cereal slaps. Like, you get, you get, like, the good cereal, the right cereal. It's fucking bomb. So yeah. I thought, wow, I don't eat cereal anymore. And I go, I know why I don't eat cereal anymore. But then I was just thinking, much like I do at McDonald's, I just go down the rabbit hole of nostalgia of what it's like to eat cereal. And I'm just thinking, whoa. And that's where I start going, oh, smack them, the fucking smack them. <laughs> dude, dude, honeycombs. <laughs> honeycombs were the weirdest thing because they were girthy. Like each piece yeah. is like a girthy piece. So you don't get much on per spoon bite. But because they're so girthy, if you, even if you get like two or three and that's it, when you bite down, that's a that's an adventure going down. <laughs> that's like a chomp chomp adventure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Wheaties. Remember Wheaties? That's like one per bite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, a bale of hay in each spoonful. 
Very true. Weedies Very are gross. True. I can't believe Weedies are like the famous ones for having like athletes, sports stars, and athletes. Because I think out. it was like considered healthy at the time because there was wheat inside <laughs> yeah, the Weedies, exactly. which is a healthy grain. <laughs> it's like okay. He looks so like <laughs> over Weedies. <laughs> I'm so over fucking lies. I'm at Costco mm, today. Yeah. And I saw between the products into the lane, the next lane over, yep. I saw a syrup on sale. $4.99 <laughs> for two like 16-ounce containers of syrup. And I went, holy shit, syrup's on sale. We need to get some. <laughs> so we run over. $4.99. Run over before anybody else gets it's it. 32 <laughs> ounces of fucking syrup until... I realized it's right next to the Kirkland organic maple syrup. Yeah. And then I said, hmm, what is the difference? Why is this $4.99 and the twelve, the 10 ounces of organic maple syrup is $9.99? I go, let me look. Do you want to know what's in log cabin maple syrup? The non-organic? The, non- or- the organic or non-organic? Non, the non-organic syrup. The one on sale. It's called yeah, yeah. log cabin is the brand. Yeah, sure. Do you want to what the ingredient list is? High fructose corn syrup. Just corn syrup. Okay. <laughs> okay. Going. So regular fructose. So corn syrup. Uh, and other additional flavorings. <laughs> yep. Uh, caramel coloring. <laughs> yeah. Sugar. And like xanthine gum or something. Yeah. And benzonite. Yeah. You know what's in the organic maple syrup? Maple syrup. That's it. So <laughs> guess which one I fucking walked away from. But I walked away feeling disgusted. Yeah. I walked away just being, just thinking, they try to sell this as fucking maple syrup maple flavored syrup that's what it should be called yeah they're advertising as maple syrup and i remember thinking why is it so different in price and i go oh because one is this like <laughs> is corn syrup and one is actual maple syrup yeah one is maple syrup the other one is still too expensive for 5.99 or whatever yeah the other one is just corn syrup with brown and sugar that's <laughs> literally brown. that's literally what it is yeah that's literally what it is yeah and I just thought that's disgusting. And then I then I thought of all the times that people buy that shit mm-hmm. and they don't even look at what's inside of it. It's yeah. like, oh, look at this maple syrup. I mean, I know it's not maple syrup because I grew up on that shit. And then I went to someone's house and they're like, do you want maple syrup? And they poured it out and it was way too thin. Like real maple syrup is way more watery than the log cabin in Aunt Jemima. Um, and it just, uh, it tastes like a tree. What is this? Get this out of here. Give me my oh, corn beautiful. syrup back. It's beautiful. I love the... Uh, Quebec syrup I get, yeah, um, up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends visited and he brought down two cans of syrup. Mm-hmm. That's the thing; it's in cans, like aluminum cans. Yeah, that you open once, yeah, you punch, and you pour. And okay, sure, you punch, pour, and then you put it into like a syrup container. Oh, weird! You don't it's have like a syrup a, container. No, where is it? Uh, I forget where, but they serve milk in bags. Or you buy milk. That's Canada. Yeah, that was Canada. That's Canada. Yeah, Canada Canada is uh, milk and bags. Yeah, weird. Because you get it and then you pour it into a milk jug or whatever you have. No, you keep it in the bag. bag You put the bag in a a jug. Yeah. So it doesn't leak anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just pour it from the bag. That's weird. But like, that's Canada. You do you. That's Canada, baby. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it is. Yeah. It's just weird. (laughs) Uh, I I was pretty blown away when I first saw that. Milk bags? What, like 2011, mm-hmm. I was up in Canada and I saw, or no, was it 11? Yeah, 2011, um, 2012, and my friends pouring milk out of a bag. <laughs> I bet you could, I bet it's easier to transport. Like you could transport more of it in the same amount of space. 
Maybe no, because they with don't bags. sell the bag by itself. The bag's in a box. Oh yeah, and, like you pull it out of the box, or like you poke it. You poke this. It's like a wine. It's like wine in a box. Yeah, just a pouch in a box. That's, That's all so weird. If you think about it, it makes more sense. It's better than liquid just hanging out in cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Or like uh, like plastic jugs of milk or whatever. Oh, true, 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 true. Oh, that's a good point. Plastic. Um, that's a good point. Speaking of slight backtrack, you sh- we should rebrand Log Cabin to Maple Flavored Syrup. Yes. <laughs> I just heard, and like my instant reaction was, sure, why not? The milk companies are trying to force almond milk and soy milk to stop using the word milk. Yeah. <laughs> and they want them to use, like, it's juice. The, the, dude, so there's some crazy shit happening in America. One of them is the dairy industry. The dairy industry is in fucked up conditions. Yeah. Um, because people are not buying milk anymore. Mm-hmm. Or at least not in the same quantity. So you have these farmers and you have these families that have invested millions of dollars into this giant dairy farm. It's their whole livelihood. And now it's not. And now with all the health craze coming out about, oh, milk is bad or you don't need as much milk as you're having and mm-hmm. ice cream is bad for you and this and that and mm-hmm. butter you shouldn't have in large quantities. All this other shit. And it's, it's yeah, I was, I was reading a really sad uh, article about it, about these families. It was like this political thing about how these farmers are still voting for Trump even though his tariffs are impacting with like the stuff the trade stuff between canada and america yeah it's impacting the farmers and the farmers are just like it don't matter if i lose my family and my house and all this other stuff i'm still voting for him it's like <laughs> okay well this is the condition that their family is in and their business is in and uh yeah it was just one of those articles of just we don't know why they're still voting for the guy who's voting <laughs> who's doing things against them but they are so good aye, for them aye, aye. <laughs> but uh it was sad it was it sucked it was I do think that's going to make it come around. I do think they're going to find milk. the health. What? Milk? Yeah. Milk's going to make it come back. It is. Yeah. Uh, history repeats itself. They're going to find some kind of of positive health benefit that's going to create a milk f- craze and yeah. come back. It's like eggs and peanut butter. I bet. Yeah. They ping pong back and forth yeah. between don't ever eat this again and oh my God, you can't survive without lots well, of this a day. There's a crazy difference between Skippy and Teddy. Yeah. And Teddy is just peanuts and salt. Yep. Skippy is peanuts, salt, syrup. High fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup. <laughs> I think it is in it. I think, it probably I think is. It, I mean, I don't have to bother looking it up. But yeah, We I, know it is. I remember looking at the ingredients just thinking, oh, why is it so creamy? Oh, it's because it's got 12 ingredients for peanut butter. And then it's like, <laughs> I pick up the Kirkland's peanut butter. I pick up like Teddy's peanut butter and it just says peanut butter. It says peanuts and salt. Yeah. I'm just going, wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's all it is. Cool. That's fucking simple yeah i think there's going to be a craze for raw milk and mm. these dairy these dairy farms are going to be just pumping out raw milk and i bet you that's going to be a new phase which is probably going to be w- way better for them just uh, squirt it into a bucket maybe bucket cap it sell it yep <laughs> for probably more because it's a fad yeah it'll be a health fad yeah i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised hmm. but uh, what do you think about almond milk not being called milk almond juice yeah, um, I could not drink it. I'm lactose intolerant, so I either need lactate, which is fine. It's really good. I drink almond milk. I put yeah. it in my smoothies all the time. I would say if you, I, I'm fine. With, I, I, I wouldn't mind if they called it something different. If they called it almond milk or almond, or they called it something milk substitute, I would get that. Or if they called it just almond cream, that would make more sense. Or if they called it like almond milk, 
and they changed K to P or something. That'd be the biggest. That would be the most baller move. To Almond do. milk. The biggest. <laughs> the most baller move ever. Almond milf. No, that's that's not family appropriate. Uh, okay. <laughs> I would. It doesn't bother me if if I I just here's the thing. It doesn't bother me in the sense that oh whatever they're changing the name. It bothers me because the dairy industry is doing it because they because they want profit because mm-hmm. they're losing business. It's like that's capitalism. Yeah. You're, too bad your, your product is failing you need to adjust and yeah, adapt. Exactly. you don't you can't just attack you know and that, that that's what it is. a lot of it is just and a lot of it is just the people who are winning don't want to lose yeah exactly and, and that's that's kind of what it is did you see this article that came out about how um there were there somebody in the military came out and said the number one driver for our recruitment rates are student loans because kids want to pay them off and this that's the you shouldn't he should not have said that because <laughs> guess who picked up on that everybody and everybody just said oh so this is why we will never have legislation that passes for like lowering higher education costs yeah because because it affects how many people are in the military it affects our military so the industrial complex is never going to allow that so they're always going to petition and fight for that to not be affected that's so grim but that's capital so that's the thing like i was talking to somebody at work i was talking to one of my friends at work and he was saying something about how apple like he was making fun of Apple being all about like green, going green and recycling, and we use re- re- renewed energy, like uh, like reusable energy, all yeah. this other shit. We're 100% green, and he was joking about the slave labor they use in in factories across uh, across the world. And mm-hmm. I just said, why? So why are you so against them for child labor when they're going green? He goes, because they're using child labor. And I go, they're just doing capitalism to the it's number one best way to do it. <laughs> If you're a fan of capitalism, you're a fan of American capitalism. That's the that, most profitable. That's company the most in the profitable world. style to do capitalism. <laughs> They're winning in capitalism. Yeah, it's just. And he, and he made a good point. He just said, "I understand that, but it's from an ethical standpoint. I don't like the ethics behind them trying to tout themselves as being this pure company when they have yeah. unpure conditions and workforces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense. That makes sense." But that's capitalism, <laughs> and every single large-scale number one top company in the world that's f- from a capitalist society is doing shit like that. Yeah, because <laughs> if we live in a like a capitalist global economy, that's how those cards fall, baby. We, <laughs> oh, these people, oh, do people want to eat more than dirt? Here, go risk your lives for this and we'll give you five pennies a day yeah that's fucking that's capitalism like i'm not saying it's great i'm not supporting and saying yeah fuck yeah like winning i'm just saying that's that's how it is that's the free market that's how the market works yeah (laughs) that's it sucks but that's how it works like people mad about the military saying yeah student loans are fantastic for us because it drives kids to to our service that's capitalism, baby. That's 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 America being free and brave. That's that's what that is. You can be mad about it as, as it being shitty all you want, which is I'm not saying it's not wrong, but that's the system we live in, baby. Yeah, that's the system we live in. It's so grim. <laughs> it just fucking sucks. Because like I 100% agree with you, and from my perspective, there's nothing you can do to change it. It's just gonna be like that. No, you'd have to. And and that that's what I think people don't understand when there's there's huge fight politically. It's just oh socialism or oh like whatever whatever. That's not what it currently is. It's just yeah. Well, if you don't like the stuff you're hearing about how things are running today, guess what? 
It's not going to change in the same fucking system just because somebody else is driving the ship. Yeah. Still, the ship's on the same course, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get into a different ship on a different course and have a different captain and see what the fuck happens. You can't just be like, this captain is a rogue. Oh, he'll he'll take us to better waters. It's, no, he's he's still cap. He's still piloting the same <laughs> yeah, ship. He's still like, trying to make money. Or yeah, whatever. nothing's going to change. It's just that's how it is. Bleh. Let's go move on to something more positive, like racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that one. Segway of the year. <laughs> I did it. I did it. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to give the background, or should I? Uh, you pro- definitely know more about the background. This is definitely your topic. But from what I know, uh, SNL announced uh, they've hired four new people for this new upcoming season of SNL. Uh, the first Asian American ever to be part of the cast, which is super cool. And then this other dude, named who, Shane Gillis, Shane Gillis, who has on his own podcast that I think like the episode was still online. Like it's not like somebody dug this up. Someone was like, "Oh, let me listen to his old podcast." Oops, uh, is super racist on so many occasions. So, so SNL then cut ties with him and said, "Ooh, due to some of the research we found about his." current stances on things mm, we've decided to let go Shane Gillis we brought him on for a more conservative viewpoint he's not meshing with us yeah which is also I'm not saying every conservative is, race, is racist but it's just funny how often there's racist <laughs> drama with conservatives <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yeah, and I'm not, I was kind of like, I'm not saying this what you guys were looking for. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying liberals are not racist, but I am saying that it's funny the amount of fucking drama about racism always centers around fucking conservatives. <laughs> I'm not saying liberals aren't racist. I'm just saying conservatives are racist. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can do. Th- okay, so long story short, uh, in his podcast, he was saying some. He was talking to somebody else, just one on one. Uh, his co-host Matt McCluster. Uh, it was called Matt, which and sounds Sh- like a fake name. <laughs> Matt and Matt McCluster. Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Uh, he he was accused of using racist, homophobic, misogynistic language. Um, so they were talking about being in Chinatown in New York, and they were talking about all the let the fucking chinks live there. He recalls a restaurant being full of fucking Chinese something in there. Uh, he also talked to, talked and made fun of Asian accents in a different one. Um, and then he was talking to another one about how soldiers, the Battle of Gettysburg, Gillis refers to soldiers yelling as so gay. Uh, dun, 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 dun. They talk about hot southern boys being raped during the Civil War, comparing it to having gay sex in jail. Um, they also disgui- talked about the woman disguising themselves to fight as men in that war, referring to them as flat-chested fucking bitches. Uh, my intention... So... So, I want to... So, here, here's the thing. When he was released, uh, he put out this following statement. It feels ridiculous for comedians to be making serious public statements, but here we are. I'm a comedian who is funny enough to get SNL. That can't be taken away. Of course, I wanted an opportunity to prove myself at SNL, but I understand it would be too much of a distraction. I respect the decision they made. I'm honestly grateful for the opportunity. I was always a mad TV guy anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's what I want to say, because I sent you some really smart takes on looking at it. Yeah. Looking at the things he said in all his podcasts. 
And one of them is as a much, and this is by biting chaos. This was the quote as much as I, or the comment, as much as I love inappropriate comedy, what this guy said, didn't seem like he was even trying to be funny. It just sounded like a bunch of actual racist stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and as another one, another uh, comment was the line, the, like, because the argument about this in the forum was, well, what's the line for inappropriate comedy? Why don't you let comedians be comedians and just be edgy? Like, you can't censor, co- like, comedy and this and that. And you can't censor comedians for their art and for their artistic expression. This person goes, the line consists of a couple of things. Number one, is my material subjectively offensive? Would I offend someone that isn't already a fan of my work? Two, if it is offensive, am I making a point outside of the offensive stuff? Mm-hmm. Three, is the offensive stuff the joke or the punchline? And four, if it's the punchline, does the punchline have a point outside being offensive? If one and two are yes, three must be the joke. Your punchline being a slur is racist. If three is the joke, but your punchline points out another generalization or stereotype to make fun of the same people, then it's racist. Yeah. There's no worse blind man than one who refuses to see and being afraid of doing what you do the right way is your own prejudices coming to roost. So as the Asian on the podcast, <laughs> we can get your... I wonder how many people didn't know that until right now. Right now? Uh, probably a handful. <laughs> yeah. And then we can get your Asian take. Uh, yes. I just want to say, the stuff that he said is stuff I've heard since elementary school. Right. It's really low bar. It's really... So, first of all, if you're calling it comedy, I was already bored of those racist comments and jokes by middle school. Yeah, it's bad of, comedy. Of just being... But it's not even funny. Like, yeah. as somebody who's had racist shit been, been done up until even just three weeks ago, mm-hmm. it's just... Well, not, nah, I wouldn't call it racist. But as far <laughs> as just being a minority and dealing with racial shit always being out there on me, I... <laughs> it's... I did this a lot in high school. There was a guy named Frank who was like the class clown and he would always say funny shit and he would always poke at stuff. So he always poked fun at me for being Asian. But regardless of his intent behind it, he would always, after people were done laughing or after I sat down next to him or something, he would lean over and say, I'm not trying to piss you off. I just want to be funny. If I say something that's too fucked up, say something. And I was like, okay, it's all good, man. He's like, all right, cool, cool. Because he would say some funny shit like I'll walk up, like up the aisle You'd be like, oh, God, they're coming for me. Like, he would be like, he'd always pretend I'm, I, I, I was in the Viet, from the Vietnam, I'm not Vietnamese, but he'd always make fun of them. <laughs> He's like, you crazy kooks are trying to kill me. I'm sorry. Oh I'm, my God. I'm not the white devil you want. Like, shit like that. Just, just, he would just say wild shit. But granted, I'm not expecting most, most random people to come up to me and say, hey, I, I'm just doing something to be funny or trying to be funny. Right. In front of my friends. He I'm was just, your friend. Not even. He was just a guy who realized he was saying fucked up shit and just said, hmm. "Hey, if I'm do, if I get out, yeah, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to piss you off. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a goofball for my friends." That's really interesting. I've never seen anyone have that, like, yeah. Hey, I'm being an asshole just to be funny. <laughs> yeah, like, that's well. It's because people would laugh. Yeah, or he would laugh. Or, like it was just most people just be an asshole yeah, and then right? move on. Well, that's how I knew he didn't fucking hate me. Yeah, and that's why I just let it continue. Yeah. Um. What Shane said, I, I, I wasn't a shocked that because I've heard I've heard so many people say that kind of shit. So mm. it's just like whatever. And B, I didn't take it in the sense of oh, I'm so hurt and offended by it, and it's not because I'm tough or just because I've gone through that racism my whole life. I'm numb to it. I can see why it is considered racist. And I can see why it is offensive. But 
in the light of him being comedian, I did say, okay, well, let me take this in the context of, was he trying to do a bit? Mm -hmm. And then once I did that, I I realized this isn't a bit. (laughs) And then I, and that's when I classified it as it's not hurting my feelings bad enough for me to protest. Like it's just, it's if you're a minority, you know what I'm talking about. There, he, he's just another racist asshole in a sea of racist assholes mm-hmm. that are out there that we all have to unfortunately deal with all the time. So I was just, yeah, that was some racist fucking shit. Just okay. I was the only thing that got me upset was when his comment came out, and he, <laughs> and that's what that's what made me be like, okay, no, now fuck you, like because now he has no remorse. He has he no didn't. remorse, and he, he he's also he's clearly been caught saying some fucked up shit. Yeah, and he's trying to put it under the play of being a comedian. Oh, yeah. just well, I'm a comedian, so I just um, I I say fucked up shit. I try to push boundaries. You know, I'm inappropriate. I do inappropriate comedy. Yeah, just ah, but you guys weren't laughing. You guys, you guys were kind of just talking in a conversation like I do with Chris, <laughs> and you we were just saying like yo fuck Chinatown, all those fucking Chinese people. Yeah, like, that's how you were saying. <laughs> It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like, like yo, okay, like it wasn't like trying to make a joke. Do you know what I mean? Like Joey Diaz does when he's yeah, on a podcast. No. It's not like trying to make a joke about it. Or Bill Burr or Greg Fitz, Fitzsimmons, how they try to make jokes about shit. Because guess what? The, all those people I just listed, when they fuck up on a podcast joke, they say, yeah, that fell flat, so that didn't work. I'm a comedian, guys. Don't worry, I'm a professional comedian. <laughs> like, they point out the fact that they tried to be funny and it wasn't funny. Yeah, or he didn't. He Not only did he not do it, but he ends it with, I was always a mad TV guy anyway, which just sounds like you're 18. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like... Also, you have bad taste. <laughs> you, you, you got stuck on junior varsity and not varsity, and you said, you know what? I don't care about football. I like baseball more anyways. Yeah. That's what it's right. That's yeah. literally what that comes from. And that kind of just paints more of who you fucking are. And that's when I was, and that's when I shifted to whatever. Fuck this dude. If he doesn't get, if he just got kicked off SNL cause he's being, cause it, 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 it exposed his racist shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I will say this. When people say shit like that, it's, it's, and this is kind of probably weird coming from me. When people say shit like that, I recognize that there's some people that say shit like that because they don't understand any perspective from a minority perspective. So they're saying it because it's literally so foreign to them. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're saying, I fucking hate Asians. I fucking hate Mexicans. Sometimes it's just, I don't understand why Mexicans always have those big hats. Yeah. And it comes off as racist because it comes from a racial spot, a racial source. Doesn't mean they hate them though. Like I remember, yeah. I remember in high school another kid. I remember we were doing a project or something, and then he just said to me out of the blue, he just goes, "I don't know how to say this, so I'll just say it. You're like a really cool non-Asian, but you're Asian. If that makes sense. <laughs> you're Asian, but you're cool. <laughs> no, no, no. So what he was trying to say was, I don't act the image or stereotype of what he's been portrayed to of what an Asian person is. Yeah. He was just like you. You listen to you know like Biggie Smalls and you fucking like you play guitar and you like I just I he couldn't conform his understanding of what an Asian person is to what he was seeing in front of him mm-hmm. and I got that a lot I got I get that a lot in Europe like I got that a shit ton in when I backpacked Europe because their impression of Asians are Asian tourists from Asia right large groups they all have cameras they're mm-hmm. all dressed and walk and talk a certain way 
and I look like a fuck, and I'm an American. Right, exactly. So I show up, and I have a, I dress different, I talk different, I walk different, I do everything different, and they're completely thrown off by it. Right. Because they're just, whoa, you have perfect English, like, you, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're, they just, they can't conform that, what they're seeing to the identity that they have in their head. Because it's not, like, not normal, but it's not typical. It's just not what they, what they expect. Yeah. You know, so, while I understand what Shane said, pretty fucked up uh and what his co-host said was also kind of fucked up because it sounded like they were just bashing shit they didn't like like gays uh ladies um fighting wars uh uh, asians in chinatown uh restaurants full of asians you know all the things that he's accused of um he's definitely he's definitely not just racist he's just fucked up for saying the shit that he did uh, like and there are so many examples too like i read an article it's like in this episode he went off on a tangent about this and in this episode he said this exact quote i'm like holy shit yeah it's just it was not like a you we found this one clip of you it wasn't that dave Chappelle <laughs> bit of dude we're gonna find something and do we're yes. gonna ruin your life and it doesn't matter if you said it yes. one year ago 10 years and ago. the other thing is that i watched the clip i didn't yeah, read same. it first i watched it and i could tell by the way that's why i was saying by the way they were talking it wasn't trying to set up bits or yeah, exactly. funny it was just them talking about shit yeah so like, and i really liked the thing you said about the punchline like that immediately made me think of when ricky gervais gotten a, a bunch of hot water for making fun of caitlin jenner at the golden globes or whatever his joke was uh caitlin jenner look at all the she's now like this uh icon for trans people all over the place didn't do a lot for women drivers though because she like hit a person in yeah. her car uh like that's not making fun of trans people is what yeah. nobody understood it's making fun of women drivers yes <laughs> like, absolutely exactly. but the punchline wasn't transphobic at all and it was yeah but this guy just super racist super sexist super homophobic yeah like huge checklist (laughs) huge checklist of some fucked up shit so i guess my bottom line is i'm not that sad about this dude having his opportunity taken away from him i'm not at all and then it's just i'm not that not that i'm asking for that to happen to people it's not like oh anybody who's this or that should not have opportunity or have stuff taken away but if you are in a public position like that and you openly put out your views you're kind of asking for repercussions yeah you kind of have to if you're being racist like that on a podcast that you're putting on the internet you gotta know that you probably have removed yourself from the running of a job at snl you need to probably also make actual jokes yeah you know, like, and that was the thing that was bugging me about the about the forums. I, I kept reading the comments back and forth were just, "Well, what are we gonna do next with comedy? Like, you can't say anything about about, about minorities. It wasn't and, comedy." <laughs> and that everybody was just saying, "No, that's not what we're saying." Because everybody kept comparing it to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and I have a, I have a different thing to say about that. But bottom line is, that wasn't comedy. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people started saying. They just said, "Yeah, if that was a joke. That wasn't a joke." Yeah, he's going off at a tangent about how women are bitches <laughs> yeah it was on a comedy podcast it was a podcast with two comedians on it yeah it, yeah we, we could be a podcast of two technicians yeah <laughs> that's true actually. that's basically what the fuck it is yeah and it's just it's not the same thing hmm. it's just not the same thing remember the backlash about sticks and stones yeah i watched i went back and watched his very first netflix special okay with oj simpson yes and all that shit God, it's so good 
he does very similar jokes to Sticks and Stones on that. He talks about uh, his wife's gay friends. He talks about trans people. He talks about he talks about a superhero that rapes. Yeah, oh my god. He, said, he rapes, but he saves. Yeah, but he saves way more than he rapes. Yeah. Dave Chappelle said some fucked up shit from the start. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Did back in like the Chappelle was, show days. Yeah, of course. So that's why it's weird to me that people keep trying to compare Shane to Dave Chappelle when it's just you can't compare. First of all, don't compare those two levels of, of comedians <laughs> skill level. That's number one. You have you have guys like Bill Burr who I think are generational greats saying I hold I don't hold a candle to Dave Chappelle. So, yeah. Sorry, Shane Gillis. You cannot have a conversation with you and Dave Chappelle in the same fucking sentence. That's yeah. not how that works. Uh, but Dave Chappelle has always been an offensive comedian, but he follows the rules of his punchlines. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. He, he, he doesn't just sit there and slander somebody or something yep. for the sake of slandering it. He slanders it to set up a punchline, or yeah. he punchlines slander into something else. He he never. Everybody keeps saying on Six and Stones, oh, he punches down all over Six and Stones, but it's another Dave Chappelle stand-up. I don't see it that different from the other four stand-ups he's posted since 2017. Yeah, you know, and I think just people forgot about it. People just forgot about those bits. Exactly. I, I think that's all it is. They just forgot about his his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and. I like the name of it is Sticks and Stones. Like this is the one where he <laughs> right over yeah. the head. It's going right over the head. He probably had like they were. I do think Sticks and Stones was more offensive than his other ones. Really? Yeah. Uh, I it's been a while since I've seen them. I saw them all when they first came out. I recently Netflix posts bits of all their comedy specials now. What part of Sticks and Stones is more offensive than the first one where he talks about chopping off your dick with your bro and getting it put inside out to go fuck dudes and surprise them? <laughs> okay, I do don't you, remember that. You don't remember that bit? <laughs> yeah, I do now. Hey, bro, um, I got a good idea. Let's go chop off our dicks. And yeah, he has a bit about that. Yeah, he has a bit about trans people saying that shit back in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And you forgot about it until yeah, I just I brought it up, yeah. right? That is way more offensive than anything in Six and Stones about trans people. Yeah. Not to say that, like, oh, well, that's not offensive against the trans community. They're both offensive to the trans community. I'm just saying he's been offensive to the trans community for years. It's not just now. <laughs> it's not just 2019. Yeah. It's not just, oh, Sticks and Stones. Oh, it's so offensive. It's just, it is. But he's always been offensive. Yep. <laughs> uh God, I love all of his specials so much too. Like, because they're so funny. Like, I, the thing that he can do when he's offensive that this Shane kid and like Lisa Lampanelli can't do is make me laugh. Like, I was offended and laughing so hard at the same time. Like, the, the one in Sticks and Stones where he was like, you gotta admit, the situation that trans people in is hilarious. <laughs> like, imagine if I came out one day and I decided that I was gonna be Chinese. And then he busted out a terrible Chinese accent. Yes. But, which wasn't the punchline of the joke. The punchline, like... I mean, I guess that was the punchline. Well, it terrible. was It was the... the the fact the of vessel. what if it I... It was fe- the vessel of yeah. what the actual punchline was. Exactly, yeah, the punchline yeah, yeah. came out of that. Yeah, but, like... That one was like the impression was offensive, but wasn't the punchline. But the punchline was offensive. Like the vessel that was the vessel of the more offensive punchline of 
isn't it hilarious how trans people think that they're in the wrong body and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, but I'm not here to say that you shouldn't be offended by Dave Chappelle. If you're offended by Dave Chappelle, it's probably because he touches a, he, he hits a, a nerve, mm-hmm. which comedy can do. But going back to the free market idea, if enough people didn't like how offensive his comedy was, they don't go, they don't pay, they don't watch. Yeah. That's how it works. And he will fade. Yeah. He will fade from popularity. But he's not. But he's not. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and I'm not here to try to say get over it because that's not what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's... I'm not saying get thicker skin. I'm just saying... What I'm trying to say is that we are going to be only as strong as our weakest link. And if our weakest link folds the second there's any weight on it, we're not getting far. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of just there. there there's a matter of, it's a matter of calling for Dave Chappelle to get removed from Netflix is not going to solve the problem. Right. Is what I'm saying. That, that's I don't think it's going to fix it. I, I don't think that's going to fix a lot. Um, I think voicing your opinions and saying what you want to about his comedy is 100% what should be done. So if you say, I hate Dave Chappelle because he insults the gay and trans community, mm-hmm. that's 100% legit to say yeah, and do. But it's just, uh, this is touching on like the outrage, quote unquote, culture of people getting offended. I think it's not a matter of being offended that's a problem. I think it's a matter of people who, the majority of people who never knew how offended people got are so taken aback by how offensive they're being called. Mm-hmm. I think it's what it is. So right? like people could be offensive like, you and know, then someone could find it offensive, but they didn't have Twitter. So they right. didn't, they didn't have the ability like to tell everybody the who said, everybody who says, Oh, this fucking outrage culture, blah, blah, blah. It's so weak. Oh, oh what are you going to do? You're going to cancel. It's like those people that are upset about people saying, Hey, that's offensive or Hey, that hurts me or Hey, that's insulting or mm-hmm. Hey, that's demeaning or that's punching down. It's because they've never been told that the entire time they've been offensive. Yeah. And now it's so overwhelming of like, wait a minute, everything about my identity in my life is offensive. It's like my comedy, my politics, my <laughs> my day to day, everything I do is offensive. Is that what it is? And I think people are just on the defensive. And that's what that reaction is. That reaction is, I didn't realize I was offensive to so many people. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not, I'm being told I'm not accepted. I'm seeing people who are getting taken out for for being considered offensive and I'm on this this list because I'm not accepted now because I'm too offensive and I'm hurting people and stuff like that. I think it's, it's less, it's because this is less of a dialogue in America and it's more of a shouting match. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. Both sides have their sides of merit. Both sides have their part of the conversation, but to bring this back to Shane, Shane, you just fucked up. You fucked up, buddy. You shouldn't have just said that. If you said it in a punchline, if you said you were trying to make a bit out of it, if you're trying to make a joke out of it, sure. But you weren't. You were just literally talking shit. Yeah. He was just going on a racist and sexist and homophobic rant. Yeah. (laughs) And if you didn't do that, you'd be fine, man. And it's just the mentality. So here's here's the other thing. The When you're mentally weak... When you, <laughs> yes. Like when you when you see somebody break mentally, mm-hmm. like they they can't toughen it out. They let their the soft spongy part of who they are as a human being take control over the mind when the mind should power through. Yeah. 
it's 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 not pitiful it's just, it's just like disgusting right it's just revolting <laughs> yeah. it's it's like that it's why you look at the sniveling sniveling weasel as with disdain because it's just you're so soft and mentally weak you're so just weak. shame on you you're just weak you're weak as a person you're weak as a thing existing do you know what i mean if yeah. this was back in the day you would be culled from the herd and left out to die and rot yeah you know what i mean <laughs> so when you see, when i see signs of somebody who's just mentally weak mm-hmm. it just touches that part of just ugh. look like, at like, you you're so sad <laughs> and that's if he didn't say I'm, I'm a mad tv guy anyways if he didn't say that i wouldn't have that reaction so that's that's like the part that set you off right yeah, I'm a mad that, TV guy because that's, that's not even that set me off. That's not my least favorite part of his statement. Thing. Okay, you tell me. It was the I respect their decision because I would be too distracting. That's basically saying I got fired because I would be more famous than anybody else. Like that's turning him getting fired into him basically stroking himself off on Twitter. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I also love part of it where he says in, in his in his like statement he talks about how um, what is it something about how it's just oh I'm, I'm risky oh I, I can't believe I have to apologize or explain for inappropriate comedy or something and it's that's another thing it's just you can't you can't just own up to the fact that you said this this is stupid so here so yeah so here's an equivalent you know who JT is Justin, Justin Trudeau, Timberlake. No, Justin Trudeau. Oh yeah, he did the blackface. Just technically brownface, but yeah, blackface. So Justin Trudeau got got outed. Uh, for those who don't know, he's the prime minister of Canada. Mm-hmm. So he got outed for pictures um, only like, I think like eight to twelve years ago. Yeah, where he was at a Halloween party and he had like brownface on. Yeah, he was in a Arab- He was a guy from Arabian Nights and he had yeah. the whole getup. It was like an Arabian themed party. Right? Yeah. yeah, and he came in full yeah. brownface with like yeah. a. I think a turban on. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was full. He was yeah. all out. He came out with a statement and he talks about how he couldn't see how that was offensive because due to his white privilege. And he said, I own up to the fact that I have a privilege that I have not fought for or earned. It was just given to me by birth. And I haven't understood how that can impact other people with my decisions. Mm-hmm. And I fully stand by the fact that I did this. And I'm very sorry for the people that I offended. I realize it's wrong. But unfortunately, I didn't realize it was wrong at that time. Mm-hmm. I realize it's wrong now. Because I've matured and I've grown and I've learned to, I, I've learned how this can impact people of minority, uh, people of minorities, and how this can be insulting. I wish I knew it back then, but I didn't. Yeah. He literally came out in a statement and just said, yeah, I did this. Yeah. I 100% did it. You know why? Because I thought it was okay. You yeah. know why I thought it was okay? Because I'm white. <laughs> and it's called white privilege. And that's what people are talking about today. So I know it's wrong. I'm 100% sorry. I didn't realize it was offensive at the time, and I didn't realize it was insulting at the time. But yeah, I did shit like that back in the day because I didn't know, due to white privilege. Yeah. And it was like a shocking reaction because everybody was just, uh, oh, oh, right. <laughs> like, he's right. Yeah. Thank you for your apology. Yeah. He, he's, he just owned up to it. Yeah. He just owned up to the fact, yeah, I, I did this, and I... I can't even falsify a better apology. Just he came out and just said, "Yeah, I did it because of white privilege." So I didn't realize the impact, and I thought it was fine, and didn't realize it was insulting, and it was an arrogant move, and it hurt people, and it upset others. And now I know. Um, 
Don't get me wrong. In Canada, I'm sure there's enough pushback about the Conservative Party hating him because he's the face of the Liberal Party and how he's so offensive. And is this what you wanted, Liberals of Canada? Blah 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 blah. I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of political bickering about this back up, uh, back up. A lot of political bickering about this up in Canada, <laughs> <laughs> back home. <laughs> I can't believe I just said back up in Canada. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking from there. Um, but that is how you come out for damning evidence to say, to, to own up to your actions. Yeah, because you can't not own up to it because there's evidence <laughs> that you did it. If <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The fact, if Shane came out and Shane said, what I said was really messed up. It was from a place of me being angry and bitter. And it was me venting to my friend Matt on our podcast. And I know it's wrong. And I'm really sorry that I did that. And I, I realize how offensive and insulting it is. And I, I'm i not like that today. Or I'm working towards my tolerance and acceptance for everybody. And it's something that I want to become. So I'm more of a tolerable and loving person. How did the SNL would have fired him? I think SNL. I think he made that statement after they fired him, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, and I was just gonna say, I wonder how much that affected his statement. It, yeah, I'm like, like there I imagine, was probably more anger behind it. He didn't come out with the statement. Oh, I think he did come out with the statement before. Oh yeah, he was. I don't know. I'm, I've been trying know. to find it. I can't find it anywhere. Can you find his Twitter? Because he posted that on Twitter, right? Oh God knows what he's been tweeting about since then. I'm not oh, gonna scroll yeah. through his fucking Twitter. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, you want me to? Let's get real, oh, <laughs> real upset. God. I don't want to <laughs> fucking read through all this garbage. Uh, oh, here it? you go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss. If you go through my ten years of comedy, most of it bad, you're going to find a lot of bad misses. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I am trying to be the, trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risk. Again, if he didn't say to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said, yeah, if you didn't come off as an eighteen-year-old fucking brat, yeah, he just sounds like a douche. Yeah, it, it's why why oh, as if you're actually offended by if if you're a fucking pansy who's offended by anything I actually said, that's the way that apology is. If he came out and said, I'm a comedian who pushes, who tries to push boundaries, I sometimes miss with this attempt, with those attempts. Mm -hmm. If you go through my entire 10 years of, of trying comedy, which is most mostly unsuccessful, you're going to find a lot of these bad misses. I'm sorry for my misses being insulting, and I'm sorry for them offending people. I've realized that they are offensive and they are harmful comments, especially when, especially when applied in the context of that podcast. I apologize for what I said. I'm sorry for any any other things I may have said in my past that I've also hurt people and offended and insulted people. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my best to move forward to try to be a more tolerable and understanding person, so my comedy be my comedy can reach a wider range of audience, so everybody can I can try to make everybody laugh. Wow, Shane, you've grown a lot <laughs> since the last time I read that tweet of yours. If he said that instead of ugh, actually offended, if, who, I, I'm happy to apologize if you're actually offended to anyone who's actually which means offended. he didn't apologize just then which means he thinks people are not actually offended yeah I he thinks oh it's just outrage culture they just hate me because I said shit about Chinese people I almost interpret that not that he deserves the benefit of the doubt but to give him the benefit of the doubt I see that as instead of like and you, I can't believe you're actually offended by this I see it as 
anybody out there who's not just shouting on Twitter and actually was offended, like to the people out there that I actually did offend, that's how I interpreted it, but still didn't need to be said. You should apologize to anybody. Although I do, I kind of get that part of it in a way, yeah. if I'm interpreting it right. Like there, there's some people who are offended. Right. And then there's a lot more people who are going to be like, this I'm sure is offensive to someone. Let's ruin his life. He wants to apologize to the people who are actually offended. But like, but here's the thing. That's when, such a douchey way to do that. It is. But here's another thing. If it was actually comedy, guess what? He would have been taken off SNL. Yeah. Because people tried that with Dave Chappelle and Six and Stones. And guess what? It's still a top-rated viewer on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So people ha- did have outrage about Dave Chappelle. Yep. But again, in the free market, the majority of people are okay with it because they think it's funny. Yeah. Now, if you're in the if you're if you're listening and you're in the camp of if you're even if other people find you funny, that doesn't mean you should have a job or mm-hmm. you shouldn't have the opportunity to do something. I'm going to hit you with something that sucks because I'm also in this camp for other things. It doesn't fucking matter what we say (laughs) because unfortunately we can do everything we can for justice and for the, the, to do what's right. That doesn't mean we get what we win. Brett Kavanaugh still got his seat. Yeah. Which all the shit coming out now about how like shit was withheld and, and like there was evidence that wasn't given and like all this other shit about coming Brett out. Kavanaugh? Oh yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh yeah, there's a lot of shit coming out of where, course. where it was just people internally, of course, there was corruption to make sure he gets a seat and they Jesus held back. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of injustice that sucks. And I'm not saying deal with it, but I'm just saying it's going to happen because life just doesn't give a shit. Going back to the shit that's really icky, the things in power try to remain in power, and the majority never wants to become the minority. Yeah. And that will always be the case when it comes to this kind of shit. Mm. I don't know. I, I wish I had more inspiring things to say. But <laughs> everything's fucked. <laughs> but it is. It kinda is. Yeah. Unless you have a unless you have a uh cataclysmic event or you have a major polar swap of something, it's it's not gonna change. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I even think major polar swaps like even like politically when it it goes from uh george bush to obama to trump like those are major polar swaps but like in the end it doesn't matter <laughs> those yeah. aren't major enough they're not big enough yeah exactly you know um yeah and not to like take away hope from people but it's just but it, there's no hope <laughs> <laughs> no it's just it's just that them's them's the breaks you know like when you know when you see you know when you see the angry old guy? I know when I see the angry old guy. The angry old guy, he's usually having coffee at a diner, reading a newspaper at the counter, mm-hmm. looking shitty and pissed and dirt, like covered in dirt. Or yeah. he, he's looking like disheveled and he looks grumpy. I'm sure he's had plenty of bad shit happen in his life. Mm-hmm. But I also think he understands that he's in a system and he's just, at that point, he's been chewed up and spat up by the system. He's in the Matrix. Yeah. Pretty much. Did you watch the Matrix like you no, said? Not yet. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> All right. Who All knows? Right. I might tonight. I shouldn't say that. I'm not going you're to. Not, you're not going to. You're not going <laughs> Maybe to. though. I don't know. Oh man. Actually, I wanted to watch The Big Short, and I especially feel like it now talking about how like there's these big 
people in power and they'll do anything to stay in power. I've watched a couple clips of it and it's basically just a movie about how the big corporate corrupt as fuck people caused the the housing market crash. Oh yeah. In like 2008 Oh yeah, and the government fucking bailed shit out and yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating. Just the clips I've seen. Um yeah, I want to watch that. Damn, I feel like the past two episodes have been really depressing for people. Yeah, was the last one when the one where we talked about sticks and stones? Last one we talked about like my existential crisis of thinking. Oh yeah, from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, that's right. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm trying to find a positive end to this. I'm going to a EDM show tonight. Ooh, really? Yeah. Who my, are you seeing? I don't know. A bunch of people. A bunch of people. A bunch of DJs. Where? Uh, the theater, Xfinity theater, Xfinity, <laughs> the theater, <laughs> the theater, Xfinity. I don't, yeah. clearly I don't, clearly I go out all the time. Yeah. Um, Xfinity theater. That's going to be super fun. Yeah. I guess I, I, I'm trying not, excuse me. I'm so tired of driving <laughs> and traffic has become such a ruler in my life since I've gotten here. And I can't escape it. I, I hit it going down <laughs> to work. I'm sorry, this is even more existential than the last episode. You sound like a broken man right now. I, I hit traffic. Are there tears in your eyes? Let me finish, please. I go to. I hit traffic every morning going to work, randomly for no reason. There's no accident. <laughs> There's no construction. I hit it going going into work. I hit it getting off to hop on 84 from 91. I hit traffic every day coming back. Whether I go to the gym and I hit it when they're starting construction on the way home. Or I try to leave work and go directly home. I hit the middle of the afternoon rush. There's no accident. There's no construction. But somehow it takes me almost an hour to get home. And then today, my first day off this week. I go to Costco, which is five minutes away, down the street. It's two left turns. And then coming back, for some reason, the five-minute drive took 20 minutes because there was traffic. (laughs) I got stuck in that traffic on the way here. Right there. I think there's construction. I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you this morning, there was no construction. (laughs) There was no accident. I... I don't get it. I, I hate I, I try it. To, I try to go play hockey yeah. on Wednesdays, and if I don't get there to the arena 40 minutes early, I hit construction traffic at night. Ugh, yeah. And then there's construction going north when I get out of hockey at 1030 on the way back. Yeah. And I hate it so much. And it's just there's traffic everywhere. I just I can't... <laughs> I've tried. I'm using. I'm using Waze. I'm using Google Maps. I'm using Apple Maps. I'm trying to find traffic reports. I'm trying to find construction updates, and I still can't avoid it. Yeah. I still can't. I, I still can't. It, it's it's 91 like, and 84 are so crucial. It's, that there's no faster backroads, even with the traffic. You know when you're trying to run from something, yeah. like in a dream. Yeah. And it keeps. It's always you there. Can't make any headway. That's traffic. Yeah. I I can't. Can't I beat it. I don't know how. You can't. I I've 
I've thought of the amount of laws I've I've tried I've I've been looking out I've been researching that I could break to try to avoid traffic, mm-hmm. like going on the shoulder, going to the HOV lane, yep, crossing the divider. I've just been crossing just, the highway and going into oncoming traffic just to end it. Whatever, I I, I can't I I just. I have a question. Since you've been looking up laws, is it legal in Connecticut for bikes to go in between the traffic? Yes. It is? Yes. Let's get bikes. I was looking at that. <laughs> I was looking at that. Oh, um, I think... What is it? I think it's not legal on highways. Yeah, that I think, sounds right. I think it's legal... On, like, streets. I think. There's I, I honestly haven't looked factor. up road bike laws because those I are barely ever because see it. Bike, uh, motorcycle laws are a specific law set. They're not mm-hmm. like general laws. They're, oh, okay. They're laws for motorcycles. Interesting. So it's different. Um, I I don't know how. I don't know how to avoid it, man. I just. It's the worst. As somebody who who praises optimization and efficiency, <laughs> I just. <laughs> That's life saying, yeah, but sometimes fuck you for no reason. Yeah, and you know, it's a hard lesson I'm trying, I'm, that's being force fed down my There's throat. There's no lesson. Don't try to, don't try to interpret it. I'm just. Okay. Anyways, anything you want to talk about? Because if not, I do need to get going soon. No, let's just end this on a real downer. To those listening, I hope you're not in traffic. I hope you don't deal with traffic. I do not wish traffic upon you or your loved ones. I wish you nothing but speedy commutes, safe travels, and a happy September. (laughs) Bye. Let's see how it goes. How does it go? Oh, I'm well. gonna I'm gonna play a little treat for everybody who makes it to the end of the episode. Do you know what today is? Uh, the 19th. Nope, it's the 21st. Oh, uh, it's the day after Area 51. That's today. Yo, that's a, you should learn that baseline. <laughs> yeah. Are you? No, it's, I think it's even crazier than that. Yeah, it's even crazier than boom, 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 boom. There's also some uh, some plucking and some slapping in there. Yep, it changes it up. <laughs> Do you remember the 21st night of September? No. Okay. <laughs>